episode three of Megan Fun of Sports. My name is Megan Connolly, alongside the beautiful and talented Megan Gailey, who is wearing a very fall sweater. Thank you. I've decided to dive headfirst into November. Also, I realized today, so I bought like ugly pumpkins. I guess there was a pumpkin shortage this year, according to my mom, but I have not heard that from anyone else. Um, And so I bought quote unquote ugly pumpkins and one is like uh, leaking. And then I went to pick it up and the stump immediately came off and there's mold on the back of it. I'm like, what the fuck happened to this pumpkin? So it's like a true Cinderella. It hit midnight and said, nah, bitch, I'm real nasty now. So so that went straight in the trash. Yeah. So I guess it's time for Santa. It uh, hasn't, no, it has not gone in the trash. What I'm hoping to do is I leave in eight days on, uh, from my from my house and I'm planning to leave it oozing on my front porch until I'm gone and then I'll go oh and re- tell my husband that he has to deal with it. I love that. That's Thank you. very strategic planning. I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to this show otherwise you're totally screwed. Not a chance he does. Not a chance. How are you? Uh I'm doing unbelievable because Sunday was one of the best days of the recent NFL calendar Mm. year for me last year was tough the Patriots sucked but Sunday was magical because the Mm. Patriots are back Mm. and Trevor Simeon got a win wow it must be um I'm gonna live vicariously through you then because Sunday was a was a tough one for me not a beautiful day for me Mm -mm. it was emotional for you there were moments where I thought they had it and then Carson Wentz proved that he's still indeed Carson Wentz. Yeah, so let's, um, we'll put a pin in that. Tell me how you're feeling um, about your Patriots beating what is a very good Chargers team um, here in Los Angeles. What I, I do feel for the Chargers because, you know, they moved from San Diego thing two hours south and they moved at the same time the Rams came back and so it's like the Rams definitely reclaimed fandom I, I as an LA resident it goes Dodgers Lakers everybody else so it's it's a lot to try and buy there's so many transplants that live here so whenever you see Chargers games and Rams games they look like a 50-50 split at, like at best. So it felt like the Patriots were playing a home game. Yeah, it um, looked like it. But it uh did. but tell me how how you're feeling. How how you think the team look? How you think Bill is feeling? Well, I, I he loves Halloween. You, oh, loves loves Halloween. One of his favorite holidays. We all know the Randy Moss clip mm-hmm. where Belichick was so Gosh, excited about the candy. What's party? better? You know, know. he's right. He's right. Um so I called this midweek because Although I no longer work for the Patriots, I still watch or listen to every single one of Bill Belichick's press conferences. I don't know why. I just do. It's like oh I, get the notification. <laughs> I get the notification on my phone. I'm like, oh, it's Bill time. So I tune in all the time. And Bill was in such a good mood last week. Like Bill's never in a good mood. And he was smiling. He was laughing on the Patriots All Access TV show. He really like showed teeth. We saw a gummy smile. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's something here. He saw something. He knows that he can beat the Chargers. And while Justin Herbert is not a rookie quarterback, he is still a very young quarterback. Mm -hmm. And Bill Belichick knows what to do against young quarterbacks to get them confused. So I had no doubt in my mind that the Patriots were going to win. Um, It didn't look 
so pretty. I mean, Mac missed a lot of a lot of throws, but the game ceiling pick six by Adrian Phillips just thing of beauty. And the Patriots won in LA. While it wasn't a road, I mean, it, it is a road game, but I think I saw on Countdown they said like sixty four percent of the fans were Patriots fans. Oh my gosh, they do uh, talk a lot about um, teams having to come west and the time change that's a thing. affecting them. That's and a thing. it, yeah, it's uh, it affects me. And all I have to do is get from LAX to my house, and I'm like, oh god. So yeah, I know it's not an easy jarring. thing, even even if you have 64% of the fans. And I don't even think that means there were 36% Chargers fans. I think that means there were probably 12% miscellaneous and then probably 24% Chargers fans. Um, because yeah, you'll maybe see, like a 10% clients, you know, like they were there for a little wine and dine business. Yeah, absolutely. Shaking hands type of thing. Yeah, so that's very LA to just see and be seen at SoFi. Yeah, because I saw men last night in a, a Bears jersey and an Eagles jersey, and they were definitely not playing on Monday Night Football. No. Okay, so the so things are looking up for the Patriots, yeah. though. I think yeah. this is a really good sign. Everybody was counting them out because they haven't had a meaningful win since last year against the Ravens. They've had the some Bills pretty are ugly looking losses. so good, so it's like you know they're going to have to be a wild card. Absolutely. And, um, but I think they, I think this team, they're they're starting to hit their stride at the right moment because the rest of the AFC is falling apart. And while you say the Bills, they are a very good team. I was underwhelmed by them this week and maybe it's because I have half of their team on my fantasy team and they didn't perform up mm-hmm. to their usual par but hey I was underwhelmed by the bills I'm saying that right now well you know why why we're on the bills uh we were going to talk about this later but <laughs> maybe you were underwhelmed because the most celebrated guest at the bills game on Sunday was none other than OJ Simpson um the murderer and- uh, alleged and um, was acquitted of murder, but it, it was convicted of kidnapping. And so he was there. I, I, as I was reading about it today, I did not realize that his name was still like a part of Bill's um, lore. And I do, you know, I, I like to think of, I, I, I don't necessarily believe cancel culture is a real thing. I know everyone has turned off now. Um, but if it is, it, it is on a spectrum, if anything. And there are things that tend to be worse than others. I think sending derogatory hate speech emails is bad and a fireable offense. I do think murder um, is pro- – and, and, and let's say – we'll throw out murder um, because – innocent until proven guilty and he was not proven guilty so we'll just keep kidnapping in there kidnapping is definitely pretty pretty high up and accused murder i would say is really high up that i wonder what within the bills organization has made them go you know this is a guy we just gotta continue to celebrate I think OJ is an example for everyone out there who's afraid of getting canceled that, like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fully on Twitter. I feel, I feel bad about laughing. Like, no, no laugh about that. But he's not verified on Twitter. So, you know what? You might get canceled and you could lose your blue check mark. 
but it's still I know, over for you. I know so many verified people that have given up their blue check marks uh, as of late because it tends to be like a target, especially if you're, you know, part of the liberal media, as I consider myself. Um, but it, I mean, like, I was like, wait, is he there as a Bill's guest? But he had like a lanyard on, which to me says guest. So he was it, in a suite too, which I feel like, you know, I don't think Buffalo has. I don't mean to like shit on Buffalo like this, but I don't think people are like lining up. It's not like getting a suite at the, at SoFi stadium, you know, but it's not like a seen and be seen type of town, but still he was in the suite. They've got the goo goo dolls. Um, my, my parents are from Niagara Falls. They grew up bills fans and they have, we had an aunt we called AJ. Um, and we stopped calling her that. Like that's not even OJ. And like when it happened, they were like, okay, we have to call our Aunt Jane now. No more AJ. <laughs> like that was even too close. Um, yeah, really. And he dressed as Mahomes last year for Halloween. I mean, he I don't even want to say God bless him, but it's like he 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 you're right. He defies cancel culture. He continues to make money. He's still golfing. He's he's still out there. Um, he's also much older than I feel like yeah. I can process because I, I don't see him as an old man, but he is indeed an old man. And the fact that he's so into fantasy sort of makes me chuckle because there's a lot of old people. Like I try to get my dad to play fantasy every year. And he's just like, he just doesn't really get it. And OJ fully leans into this whole fantasy thing. tech savvy tech savvy yeah you you honestly when you see how old the kids are now you're like oh shit i'm old um yeah it was really really wild and whew, I, I, tough to I, I don't know what i would yeah i i like to think that because sometimes i've thought about like if i because I, I met mike pence before he was vice president um you know indiana there's 14 people. So I was like, what would I do post the debacle, in my opinion? And I like to think I'd be like, shame on you. You know, like Charlotte, when she sees big in the streets, um, in the sex in the city movie, that's what I like to think I would do. But, um, I don't want to meet him. Cause I'm afraid I would be like, hello. Like <laughs> that I would freeze and just be like, don't be mean to this old ass man who almost got hanged at the Capitol. But, uh, but yeah, so maybe Bill's fans did not want to hug and kiss him. Well, there were just a were lot like, of selfie ah! videos. A lot yeah. of people wanting to take selfies with OJ, which um, I I don't know. I feel like it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I would I would be terrified. Yeah, Ooh. and like I just always feel for those families. Whenever he like pops back up, it's like it's got to just be a fucking knife twist. Oh no, I oh, yeah. shouldn't have said that. Oh, that's not. Oh. I meant I I. Ah! I meant like a, a gut punch. Ah! Okay. So moving on to another disaster, less of a, um, way, way less on the, uh, on the, on the spectrum. I guess this will make me feel better. Um, the Colts are, whew, they find new ways to lose. And I got an alert on Sunday morning that my baby, the fetus that I'm growing can now hear everything I'm saying. Oh boy. So I, terrifying, truly terrifying. Um, most moms I think are like, Oh my God, amazing. And I'm like, Oh shit. So (laughs) I was like, I cannot, I don't want to be stressing this baby out (laughs) watching this Colts team. And so I was like, I'm not going to watch. 
I'm going to check in on my phone and we were going to a kid's Halloween party. So it's like, great. I'm going to have lots to do. We get to this kid's Halloween party. They have um, the Rams Texans game on. So I'm like, great. Okay. AFC South, they're losing, whatever. And then a friend came, he's an Eagles fan and he loves to just hound my ass about Wentz. And so he put the last two and a half minutes on his phone. And so when Went through that pick six. Yep. I just started screaming, you're a loser, um, multiple times at the top of my lungs at a children's costume party. Um, and people were. Hey, you kept it age appropriate. Like, I will give you credit here. You could have said a lot worse things. You could have swore in front of all these children and you elected to use the word loser. I'm very proud of you. I like looked over at one point and a woman dressed as Cruella was afraid of me. Um, so it just, I, I, and, and, and I know that sort of the big sad news out of the AFC South is that Derrick Henry is out, I believe for the season. Yep. For the season. Oh, okay. So you never like to see that. I hate to see it. Um, he wasn't right during that game. I know he had his cleat off. The game. Cleat yeah. was off. He was getting tended to by trainers. He, there was there was something up, and obviously now we know why. So you never like to see that. I just I, I don't want him to be hurt, but now I'm pissed because we've already played the Titans twice. Yeah, so it's, it's like, kind what of a ripoff. Yeah, like if he was going to get hurt, couldn't he, you know, do it? If it was going to happen anyways, I guess um, the what it could mean is what are the Titans going to do? They did sign Adrian Peterson, um, and and you know he's old but a legend. So it's going to obviously put a lot more pressure on Ryan Tannehill. And are they going to be able to overcome? Because now we're going into week nine. It's injury season and it's COVID season. Um, And I do think the COVID issues are going to start to increase as these cold weather places get more and more pushed inside. And and this is really a a make or break. I'm, I'm like delusional. So tell me what you think the Titans chances of continuing on this like winning streak are. Well, there's a lot of numbers people out there who will like point to the fact that Derrick Henry really wasn't used as much in the last couple of weeks and that the Titans can still do it. But mm-hmm. I don't buy any of that because if you're a team going against the Titans, you can completely structure your defensive game plan around Derrick Henry. Like you can't ignore him. He's massive. So I think without him on the field, there's obviously less of an offensive threat for the Titans. I like Tannehill and I like, as much as I hate Mike Vrabel, I like him as a coach. Like, I just Uh think he's an asshole, but he's like a lovable asshole. Like when he's Mm -hmm. with the Patriots, he was, he's always, he's a ball buster. He's, he's whatever. But um, I think, they'll still be a playoff team, but I think they're like a first round exit. You think they're going to win? You think they'll win the AFC South? Yeah. But I, I mean, unless your Colts do something about it. No, I don't think so. Um, my dad texted on, um, Sunday, we are officially dead. Uh, so I, well, like what, what would your Colts need to do to win the AFC South? They would need to, um, win, well, they would need to win the, they could lose two more games, I think. And I, yeah. I just, I, it would be incredible. It, you know, it would be like, but then you, you do, it's like, okay. And then we get in the playoffs and what? 
we all, what happens is we all want to hope that we're that Giants team that went into the playoffs as a wild card, ass backwards and made it to the Super Bowl. And that can happen. And all that does is make people like me who are already crazy go even crazier. But well, the um, AFC South is open. I mean, it's, oh, the it's brutal. It's, it's terrible right now. Yeah. But the Colts, I think, have a chance if not for. Carson Wentz. I know. And the thing is here, like that was his first interception, that pick six um, in, in 221 attempts or whatever. So because, but like his interceptions are bad. Like it's like they, they happen at the worst possible time because then he threw another one in OT. So it's not the amount of them. It's when they occur and he seems to get into pressure situations and his brain goes, "Ah!" and so you cannot have a quarterback that's doing that. And I, and then Frank Reich, he takes all of the responsibility, which I guess is a good thing to do, but it's like, that was the stupid, that was probably the stupidest play I've ever seen. Well, no, but fumble than that. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. But as you said, the AFC wide open. It's- yep. We, it's weird because, you know, coming into the season, it was like, well, it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs, right. It's the Chiefs and whoever can take down the Chiefs. So you thought it was going to be Chiefs and Bills. And after watching Monday Night Football last night, and this is very weird to say after the past three seasons of just phenomenal phenomenal, entertaining football. The Chiefs are boring to watch. Yeah. Like, really, really boring. Yeah. Like, the Manning cast was the most exciting part of the game last night. I know. And even I was like, you know, we hear Michael Strahan talk every day on TV. And he's so good at TV. He's way better than both Peyton and Eli. He was, like, throwing a break and stuff. And they were like, hey, this is our show. Stop. But you're, but you're, I'm like, damn, that game was a lot closer than it should. Like, the Giants are not good. Um, and so last week we discussed is this Mahomes issue? They did win. Um, but this is a league where even sometimes in wins you can go, uh oh. Um, we had a big oversight last week, and I think it is our duty to apologize to the listeners. Apologize to his baby, too. Yes. And we're putting all the blame on this little baby. Um, it is not. It has nothing to do with the baby, Patrick Mahomes' poor play, and has everything to do with the fact that he hates Brittany and Jackson. And I don't feel bad saying that because we have video evidence now. Oh, did you see it? Oh, I saw it. And and I believe, I don't even know, because I saw the video. I'm, I know you saw the video. Were those TikTok, those were TikToks that they yes. ended up releasing, which makes me go, why did they think this was a good video? <laughs> like, is it funny to them? Like, is it? No, they are that aloof. Like, they're like, oh, look at Pat. He thinks we're funny. He's with upset. His chip. And, and here's the reality you can't pick your family. So, Jackson's there to stay. Jackson is a is a kid um, is like, you know, going through, as I've said before, people say horrific things to him. And I have a very soft spot for Jackson. Brittany, that's just your fiance. You you get to pick your fiance. They are high school sweethearts. Which I wanted to love at first because it was like, oh, look at Patrick. He got all this money. He's an MVP, he went to the Super Bowl, he's a Super Bowl champ, and he's still with his high school sweetheart. What a nice guy. No. But now I'm with you. Yeah, I think 
I and I think this across the board, athletes, everything. Do not marry your high school sweetheart. I think it's dumb. What are you like? Get out of your town, and then if you still like them, go back. You know, like date other. Pe- like You're you can have your, your second marriage. Sixteen. Your second marriage can be to your high school sweetheart, but no, the I first love one, love no that. way. Because then it's like, oh, if we're meant to be, we always find the way and you can hang up those signs in your house. I know a lot of widows that have gone back to their high school boyfriend. It's my plan. It's my plan that if CJ and I ever part ways, I got to find someone who loved me in high school. Yeah. You got to still follow them on social media, slide into the DMs, you know? Yes. Well, let them be like, you know, let them know I'm a widow or divorced. (laughs) A lot of this podcast has been planning for life after CJ. So I ask, he doesn't him, listen. I ask him all the time, if you were to die, which one of your friends would marry me? And he's like, that is the strangest question. And I'm like, you know, somebody's rolling up to that funeral. Like, damn. Um, so <laughs> it's just, it's just something I, I think about. Ah, even my mic turned away from me. It was like, bitch, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> it is it is interesting, though. They both are so aloof that they would post that video where it's clear that Patrick hates both of them and his life. And I wonder when you're in, I mean, this is his fiance, his brother. Who intervenes at that point? Is it Andy Reid? Is it his parents? And go you know, Jackson, Britt, maybe we need to just uh, move aside a little bit. Like, I think it's his agent. His agent. Oh, because that's oh, yeah. like, that's like a bad guy already, you know? Well, I think his agent is actually a woman. Well, no, I'm just saying like in the, in the world of like people. My agent yelled at my parents. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I think the agent is the one who steps in. It's like, look, we, you are paid to deliver bad news. So I think they have an intervention. It's like Andy Reid. It's um, the Clark family. It's everybody. They come together and they're like, who's going to tell Patrick that she has to go? And the agent does it. And she doesn't even need to go. But like her and Jackson need to just TikTok over here. And Patrick needs to be over here. And and the ba- and I still want him to be around the baby. I don't want him to not be. I don't, I'm not wishing this family to break up but it does seem like there needs to be some separation. Well, I mean, if you started playing better for your fantasy team, if the family broke up, then I think, you know, that gives us our answer. My fantasy team. Oh boy. Yeah. I don't, I should be more mad at this bitch. Honestly, (laughs) she's ruining my life. Um, Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with a little more special treats from the Manning cast. Okay, so we are back. One tidbit that I did love coming out um, on the Manning cast, Josh Allen was a guest, and it came out that Peyton's son loves Josh Allen. And this is just a trend in sports that I think makes natural sense. But all of these kids who have these incredible, legendary parents as athletes, and none of them like their parents as their favorite. (laughs) It's it's great. And he even showed the clip of his son's flag football jersey. And Peyton was really hurt because he still could have had the Josh Allen jersey yet put Manning on the back. Peyton's son says, no way. I'm putting Allen on the back. Whoa. Yep. 
Damn. I mean, I do think as far as idols to look up to, you know, Aiden Diggs, he loves um, Patrick Mahomes. But then once he was presented with Dak Prescott, he said, listen, I like you too. You know, like <laughs> you're standing in front of me. I'm into you. And I, I love Aiden's going to do great in Hollywood because that's a pivot. Aiden Whoever is, is standing directly in front of me, you are my favorite. And that that's a smart kid. Um, that's and, a good and, way to go through life. Absolutely. And Peyton's son, you know, Josh Allen has said he doesn't really party. He doesn't drink. He doesn't go out. Granted, I don't know if that's Buffalo, Um, but Buffalo is a booze town. But it's, you know, it's a lot of boozing and like garages. And so I do think as far as QBs go, he's way more mobile than his dad, that he's probably a pretty good idol for him. Yeah, I would say he's as far as the young quarterbacks go, he's like one of the more boring personalities. Yeah. Which is what you um, want your kid to look up to. Yeah. You're like, you should be like him on the straight and narrow and boring and be like Josh Allen. But look, Josh, Allen, I give him a lot of credit because even watching his highlights, I'm like, damn, Josh Allen's improved so much. Yeah. Like right now there's a lot of talk like, Oh, Tua sucks. And I think I thought Aww. last night I was like, well, what if Tua Gets it together like Josh Allen did. Like yeah. there was a time when Josh Allen sucked, and now he's the favorite to win the MVP. So follow your dreams, you know. S- speaking of Tua, um, today today's trade deadline is at four p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Um, we have thirty uh, minutes. We could have breaking news on this. Ah! Deshaun Watson is still on the Texans. He is, and I think they're going to keep him until the off season. And then what are they going to do with him? Because I, what's going to happen is if they trade him to a team. He's going to immediately go on the commissioner's exempt and, list. And so nobody wants him because his trade value is pretty low right now. Well, I, they're still asking, I think, for two or three first-round picks for him. He can, they can have Carson Wentz. Oh, no, I don't. No, I can't. Never Take it back. I don't want Deshaun Watson. That's you do it's want like, Deshaun Watson. You just don't want the, the the allegations that come with him. Yeah. And I mean, I would take Deshaun Watson over Mac Jones. Look, I need mean, to be crazy not to. He's great. But I don't want the allegations. Don't want him. Ugh. All right. Um, Marlon Mack was participating in Colts practice today. I thought he was going to be moved. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Mancast, though, was the best part of Monday Night Football. So 100%. I think we can hang our hats on that. At least they will keep us entertained. One thing that was really interesting is um, Peyton has decided he will not do the Monday Night game that Brady's playing in. He didn't do the Monday Night game that the Saints were in. Yet Eli has no problem doing a Monday Night game with the Giants. Yeah, but it was, I mean, like, Jon Stewart was asking Eli, like, what are they built for? And Eli was like, you're putting me in a tough position here. (laughs) And then Peyton was like, I'll answer. Like, I'm like, oh, my. It it did seem like he was like, well, there's a lot of guys hurt. They need Saquon. It's like, well, that's putting it mildly. Um, There are guys hurt, which means this week was very much the week of the backup quarterbacks. Megan, I know this was especially near and dear to your heart. Tell us who was able to shine in that number two turned number one position this week. All of them. All of them were phenomenal, which was, I love when the back of quarterbacks come in and do well. Like it's, it's such a tough, but great life at the same time. You know, you do all the work and then on game day, you just kind of hang out, but the tablet, (laughs) Um, 
you know, we make our picks for extra points, which by the way, if you haven't yet, go to the website and go to arcade and play all kinds of games. But all of us podcast hosters or personalities, if you will, we go on every week and make our picks. And I get really competitive competitive about it for probably the first hour and a half. Like I am intently Uh watching and really rooting hard specifically for my picks. And that was until Jameis Winston went down and I see the camera cut to Trevor Simeon. And I got all sorts of excited because Trevor Simeon was the quarterback at Northwestern when I went there. And it was, it's just Trevor's been going along in the league every year. He's a backup somewhere. And you always wonder, is he going to get in? Is he going to get in? And Trevor is fantastic. Love Trevor. Love his wife. Love everything about their family. But as soon as he started playing, I became Cooper Rush's father. Like Mm. this the scene that you saw on Sunday night football with Cooper Rush's father praying, that was me with Trevor. Every time he got hit, I was like, Oh no, Oh no, not my Trevor. No. And like, you know, Trevor and I, we we would say hi if we saw each other, but we really, we are not friends, but in in my head, we are. You know, each other. We know each other. We do. We like, you know, we're both, we're both athletes. Not surprised. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Um, so we know each other. So it was, it was cool to see Trevor win. And then possibly the best, other part of it was that I also hate watching Tom Brady now that he's not a Patriot. So I always hate root against Brady. Mm -hmm. So when he was losing, there's nothing better than seeing a pouty Tom on the sideline where like everyone sucks, but me. Oh my gosh. To lose to a backup and throw a pick six. It's like, that's a very unbrady. Like it did make me wonder like, is Carson Wentz being like, Oh look me. Um, You know, like the, the Leo meme from once upon a time in Hollywood. I see myself. I'm Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, a backup QB, I feel so bad for them. A lot of times they go in, they're pushed in, they don't get the amount of reps that they need to be ready. And then they go in and, you know, and a lot of times it doesn't go well. Sometimes it does. And you always want it to go well. It's like going to a Broadway show. And they say the under the the main is going to be played by the understudy today, and you're like, I hope this bitch kills it. Yeah, like you don't want to see them do poorly. And as a performer, you know, I have I open for famous people sometimes, and I think when you go see a big show, you don't know that there's going to be an opener. It's not like a concert, and so when the lights go down you hear these people going wild and then I walk out instead of who they paid a hundred dollars to see. And you, you honestly feel kind of like a backup and you're like, they're coming, you know, they're going to be here. And also they like me. I'm their friend. They brought me with them, but it is, you are like, gosh, I hope people are rooting for me and not like get this bitch out of here. Well, the thing I love about Trevor too, is he's played it so well because I mean, let's be real. We don't really care if our starting quarterback, I mean, you want them to make good game decisions, but we're never like, oh, except for Ryan Fitzpatrick. We're never like, oh, they went to Harvard. They're so smart. But when it comes to the backup quarterback, we are obsessed with backup quarterbacks being smart. We are yeah. so obsessed with it. Like, well, he's smart. He's, he's smart. Picks up the playbook quick. Picks up it fast. You know, he makes good decisions. And since Trevor went to Northwestern and he is smart, he will continue to have backup jobs because he fits the mold of a backup quarterback. And as soon as he went in, the broadcasters right away, smart guy, smart guy. We'll pick it up quick. Drew Brees talking about it on the NBC broadcast. Well, Trevor's going to do well because he's smart. I'm like, damn, if I just played football in Northwestern, I could be a backup because you just have that little, 
shiny degree that keeps getting you contracts. You could also probably be like a corporate attorney, you know, you could work <laughs> on a hedge fund making eight figures. Or you could be a backup quarterback. Which would you rather? Um, eight figures, not mm. getting, not getting my brain mashed in, but also, you know, succession makes me be like, I don't know if I want to hang out with these people. <laughs> um, like I do, like I want to watch them, but like, do I want to like, you know, cover up cruise ship sexual I'd love to hang out with Roman. I would love, I'd love to hang out with Jerry. Really? I think, I think Jerry seems like when she was taking a picture of her name on the scrolling and being like, I'm going to send it to my daughter. It's like, I'm like, I think Jerry's cool. <laughs> I, I like, would do that. Too. I guess we go on a double date, you know, <laughs> like we go with Jerry and Roman and we're both getting what we want. Um, so the Jets, which I'm going to focus on for one second because the Colts play them on Thursday. And I'm so happy. Ooh, no better palate cleanser than the Jets. I've been um, there. Knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on wood. And I'm sure that's how the Chiefs felt about the Giants. And it was, ew. So um, they they got Joe Flacco last week. A veteran, very famous veteran. He is not playing. Mike White is going to be playing um, instead. And you have some thoughts about that. I think Mike White should be the starting quarterback. I think he looked way better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I always forget that little blonde Kinder Bueno model's name. Yeah, he looks like he should live in L.A. And go oh, he's things. got a Hitler youth. Like, that is – that. that's what Hitler thought the master race was, Zach Wilson. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Mike White should be the Jets starter. And this was an impressive win, at, like, to a Cincinnati team that we all – you know, Very good. put in the Super Bowl last week. Yeah. And we talked about how great their defense was. And then Mike White goes in. I think this is the most excited Jets fans have been since, I don't know, it, it's got to be years, right? I'm going to need DeForest Buckner to, like, scoop his head off, though. Um, I really need the Colts to have something good going on. Well, um, I think it's a fluke. This is like the Jets, yeah, they don't win enough. So they just ride this out for. I always like this past week, I even picked um, the Lions because I always think I how hard it is to lose all every game. Like there's no way that they're going to lose all of them. But now the Jets got their win and they will lose the rest. Yeah. Um, as you said, you can go to extrapoints.com slash arcade and you just need your name and email. Sign up is totally free. And then you can pick along with us college football, NFL, and NFL prop bets quiz. So and the winner gets oh, yeah. a gold extra points hat. Wow, we don't even have that. I have an extra okay. points hat, do you? I do not know. And I bitched and moaned all about it. And it was because it was my own fault. I hadn't sent them my, <laughs> and I, it happened with a different hat that I needed from the damn lifetime network. I'm a mess. Um, okay. Transitioning out of the NFL, which did have a big week. Good for you. Bad for me into some NBA news. Megan, your bulls are first place in the East. Tell me how you're feeling girl. Oh, I'm I'm on cloud nine with the Bulls. This is the most excited I've been since Derrick Rose was the MVP. This is this is big time for the Bulls. Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. I think that's the big three right there. You what can't about Ball? I'm, I'm kidding. I was obviously <laughs> sarcastic about Alex Caruso. But last night was a very difficult night in the Connolly House because my husband is obsessed with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely obsessed. So we are watching the game and the Celtics are dominating 
the third. And we made a bet, let it be known to everybody in the world, that I bet my husband at the very first day of the season that the Bulls would have a better record than the Celtics. And you want to know what he said to me? <laughs> I'll take that bet. Easily. And what was on the line? Oh, we haven't like decided yet. What oh, okay. um, it's usually just and, bragging rights. And, or and this is this is at the end of the season. No, the first day of the NBA season. No, but I'm saying like who has like they have the bet. They end the season with a better record. Correct. Okay, great. Um, do you so you think this is going to last? Um. Well, I thought they were fluky. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when I mean, I was really sad when they lost to the Knicks at home on Noah Night. You can't lose on Noah Night, but they did. Um, and I thought they were fluky. They played with the Knicks right down to the wire, and then after last night beating the Celtics at the TD Garden and going on a thirty-eight to nine run in the fourth quarter, I think they're inspired, and I think they're legit. I mean, I, I also. I do feel bad for the Bucks in a way because it seems like they're the reigning champions and we've all sort of forgotten about them. But the East with the Nets very much struggling and what's ever happening in Philly. And it does seem more wide open than we thought it was going to be. The Bucks are good. I think the Heat are going to get it together and, and be very good. Are you willing to say Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals? Today, yes. Okay. All right. right. I if, like they, that. if they play like this throughout, then yeah, they will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. But it's it's tough to say. I mean, look, I think the Celtics are a better, a more talented team, I should say, a much more talented team than the Bulls are. But for whatever reason, their talent is not playing well together. The Bulls mm-hmm. are playing well together, and that's a big part of the game. So I hope they keep it up. The Bulls haven't been good in too long, right? Like for one of the best franchises in the NBA to be this bad for this long, stop rolling your eyes. It's like I think you guys are fine. I think you. I think you've had enough. I also I'm happy for Lonzo because I bet he does like the food in Chicago. I remember hearing that he did not like the food in New Orleans, which I find baffling. But I bet he's just eating deep dish every day and loving How it. How can you not like <clears throat> food in New Orleans? I don't know. It's just like I think he has like I think stuff. I think he has a very simple palate, um, which. You know, I'm sure he's having hot dogs and pizza and is like, now this is what I'm talking about. in the Midwest very well. Yes. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. The Pacers are in second to last place in the East. Um, I think they're a good team. I think there's going to be – I really do. I love them. I, I, They need TJ Warren back. They need Karis LeVert. They do have injuries. Malcolm Brogdon has been in and out. They've lost games close. And so, boys, I'm not giving up on you. We got to get everybody healthy. And just seeing Rick Carlisle soothes me. You know, you see him and you go – this is a man we can trust. I like this. Listen, they're not going to, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I just want them to make the playoffs. Um, but Carlisle, that is a, as an NBA head coach, that is a real coach and he's going to get what he can out of that team. And I think this beginning pretty cold, but I'm hoping for it to heat up at some point the lakers and pacers are playing in indianapolis the night before thanksgiving are you going i am headlining helium comedy club um and so in indy in indy in downtown indy my oh wow 
oh, my husband is very upset, um, would very much prefer to go to the Lakers Pacers game. I have told him he can go to it, that he does not need to see me perform comedy for the 1000th time. Um, but I did offer him a spot on the show today and he said, okay, I'll come do that. So I have lured him away and you can't be trusting these fuckers in the Midwest. They don't believe in the vax. They don't believe in a mask. I am not going in banker's life, whatever the hell they call it now. Oh, it's a super spreader event. Maybe that's why they're playing so bad. They're all scared out of their minds. Um, also in NBA news, a lot of the stars, notably, James Harden and Trey Young are very upset with this new emphasis on foul calling, which I believe the emphasis has been on if the offensive player initiates the contact, it is not going to be called a foul or it's going to be called a foul less. And so their free throw shooting is way down. Um, They have both been vocal about it. Megan, what do you think? James Harden, it's like, dude, Maybe get in shape and and stop relying on fouls for your game and produce a different way. I mean, look, I, I have many James Harden t-shirts. I call him Jimmy Harden because I think it's funny that he would ever go by the name Jimmy. Um, I... I think it's better for the game. Like, let's be real. Does anybody like to watch Harden? Like, no, not one person likes to watch him. I mean, he does that dribble thing and at the three point line, you're like, Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Whistle foul. He goes to the line, drains mm-hmm. the three. I'm sick of it. I mean, it's better for the game. If we don't spend so much time at the free throw line, I yeah. think, no, what do you I'm, think? I'm with you. And I'm starting honestly to feel like an old man too, because I've been having to watch a lot of this Lakers team. And I, I so I, I fully agree with you. I want less fouls. I love contact. Oh, I love when they're trading sweat and getting in the paint and getting rough with each other. I love it. Um, so I, I like a little uh, physicality. I also don't like seeing seven footers from like shooting only threes. Like I watch Anthony Davis and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Doug? You are massive. Get in the paint. And I know no one's asking me, and I'm sure Frank Vogel is telling him that, but he just takes three after three after three, and it does not make sense to me. And I know that that's like the way the game has gone, and I feel like an old man complaining about this, but just seeing guys jack up bad threes is just not entertaining to me. And I mean, when Steph Curry does it, we're all entertained. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it it honestly should be like, hey, if your three percentage is below X, you got to stop. Like, I wish that was like a rule that the coach... I think that would make the game actually a lot better. Yeah, I love watching threes. Reggie Miller's one of my favorite. Like, if you've got a pretty, if you're, and if if it's one of those games where it's just like you, they get it in their hands and it's going. That those happen, and I'm, and I know AD has those, but it's like, man, get to throw some bows, get in the paint, and and, I, and you're just huge. What are you doing? Yeah, that's my complaint with Jason Tatum too. I want him to get to the line more, so I want him to drive to the hoop, but he takes three after three and then doesn't ever get to the line. So no, I think that would be a good rule change. I think we should propose it to the league. Okay. Final few things. Um, Some excerpts from Scottie Pippen's book have been released in GQ and he is being very critical of the last dance and Jordan, Jordan's sort of production of the last dance 
Megan, this is obviously the team of your youth. Please, please tell me whose side are you on here, Scotty or Jordan? Well, I'm sort of terrified to take any side except Jordan's because I don't want to end up on his list. (laughs) I think that's a real thing. Um, I am 100% on Michael Jordan's side, and I researched this and thought about why quite a bit. Read the whole GQ article, which is an excerpt from his book, which I will also be reading. And Scotty, I think this, he's clearly mad. He's upset about the way he was portrayed. He doesn't feel like he got the recognition he deserved from Michael Jordan. He thought it was all about Jordan, which the last dance, it really was all about Jordan. That was sort of the point. And Scotty, you know, I had, I love him. And I don't Mm -hmm. think Jordan is Jordan without Scotty. I do have some issues with the migraine game and the issues with the season where he refused to get surgery as soon as the season ended. And obviously Scotty had some issues with his contract, but this whole Michael doesn't respect me thing, I think is complete crap. I went back this morning and I watched Scotty. um, I'm sorry. I watched Michael Jordan's hall of fame induction speech within 30 seconds of being on the mic. He thanks Scotty Pippen. He points Scottie Pippen out and thanks him directly. I think that there is a lot of Scottie Pippen respect coming from Michael Jordan. I think Scottie sees an opportunity to, quite frankly, make some money by releasing a tell-all, quote-unquote, tell-all book. Which he deserves. He's taking taking it and running with it. Yeah. I I think the issues are financial, honestly, and and I think... That's just my personal opinion because I did not know the extent of how much he was screwed by the organization within that contract. And then to learn in the GQ article that Jordan made $10 million from the last dance and everyone else made none. Um, Just as like a show business person, I was like, that is kind of fucked up to me. Um, I do. So I, I think... Scotty is like, I want to sell some books and I want to recoup some of this money that I've been owed from the Bulls, Jordan. And and he sees this as his chance to do that. And he's doing it. And I and I guess he's like, I'll burn this bridge. But it doesn't seem like Jordan's upset with him by calling him out. Um, but I I do feel I do feel for Scotty because like my husband was like, I think Scotty's lost his mind. Um, and he was like, he's rich. And I'm like, for sure he is, but he's not as rich as he wants to be or thinks he should be. And, you know, he, this is his story and he, and he wants to tell it the way he wants to tell it. I just don't think it's a real story. I think that he and Michael have plenty of respect for each other. He's not Scotty without Michael. Michael's not Michael without Scotty. And that's the way it is. I mean, it's telling. He pointed out a lot of people in that speech. He, right off the bat, points right to Scotty and basically says, I'm not Michael Jordan without Scotty Pippen. I think there's a ton of respect between the two. But hey, what do you, it was during the pandemic, the last dance was going to be about Michael no matter what, because it wasn't going to air without Michael's stamp of approval. But I do agree that the $10 million and no one else getting anything is a little fucked up. Uh-huh. And I do think The Last Dance came, was allowed to be released because um, Michael feared his legacy was shrinking in LeBron's current legacy. I do. That's I think true. it was, I think it was a grab to be like, I'm still the GOAT. Um, okay. Two final things. We were both wrong about what Aaron Rodgers was going to be for Halloween. He was John Wick. Men fucking love John Wick. It, it is, he's the damn little mermaid of white dudes. Um, I thought it looked good though. Yeah, I was, 
it was, it was underwhelming. I thought it was a little basic. Yeah. It's like you just wear a black suit. Um, and then finally, I think this is the first time we've mentioned it. The World Series is happening. It is. Um, it is. Personally, I don't care. Um, I have a dear friend who's a Braves fan. I wish both teams could lose if that was something that could happen. Um, and Megan, I know you don't care. No, not really. And we are not the only ones because it is game two was the second lowest rating of a World Series game in World Series history. And these are not small markets. Houston is the fourth largest city in the country. Atlanta is giant. I think the rest of the country has just been like, we don't care about this. But I don't know if baseball's to blame the teams or that it was Halloween. Or the fact that the games have been nine hours long. Jesus Christ. And and the pitching isn't great. Like they have been offensive um, sort of like powerhouse, but it just like, I think we needed your White Sox or we needed um, my, my Dodgers. Yeah. We don't care about these teams. Well, I guess we, I guess I'm cheering for the Braves because I hate the Astros. Yeah, I just don't like that chop. Ooh, and I did not like seeing our former president doing that chop. Um, but yeah, I would rather the Braves win gun to my I head. I like Dansby Swanson, though. Big, big fan of Dansby. All right. I think that's it for episode three of Megan Fun of Sports. It was so great seeing you. Megan, always a pleasure. Hopefully your Colts can get a win against uh, the Jets. Please, please. I need it so bad. I don't want my baby to hear any more craziness out of me. Um, thank you so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe to all the Extra Points pods, and we will see you next week.